Hello, I am John James, and you are very welcome back to the third ever episode of Langer and the Gowl. Is it the second ever episode? We weren't called Langer and the Gowl at the start. Well, it was still our podcast at the time. Yeah. So it is the third yeah, episode. Yeah, it's the third episode of Langer and the Gowl. Fucking idiot. <laughs> My name is John James, and uh, the person who just called me a fucking idiot is, of course, <laughs> Lauren Cahillan. How are you, Lauren? Hi, how are things? Not too bad now yourself? Uh, not too bad. I'm really sick of listening to our voices. Why? Because I edited the podcast this week. Yeah. Some light editing because we bought of asthma. So I was hacking up lungs instead of drinking milky coffee. Oh, yeah. So, yep, so I'm sick of listening to our voices and also then because I edited it and because I have a slightly panicky personality, I listened to it back when it went live to make sure that it sounded natural. So as one of the, we have to discredit one of the listens we have on the app. One of the listens. <laughs> you, you did listen to it just the once, didn't you? I can't comment at this time. What have you been up to this week? Not much. This week was, well, actually, no, I tell a lie, we watched the toy show. Okay. I went up to my mum's and watched the toy show. Thomas Gigan, was he? Thomas Gigan, yeah. And then on Sunday, I went to the Everyman to see I'm Grand Mam live. Lovely. My Great podcast. My favourite podcast, I'd say. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. No, like. Second, second favourite podcast? No. No, like you can't say your own podcast is your favourite, like. I think you can. Can you? Yeah, this is my favourite <laughs> podcast. Is it? That's class. I've, I'm really happy for you that you I love find, our podcast. I find it, personally, I find it really interactive. Yeah, especially because like... Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sitting here talking to you. <laughs> but they were absolutely brilliant. Um, it was like, I suppose I'd never gone to a live podcast or like gone to a live show of podcasters before, so I didn't know what to expect. Okay. But because they were just so entertaining, it was class. It was really good. Um, and then I went for a drink afterwards with Katrina and uh, then I went to work the following morning. And uh, remember when I John happened to be over at my house when we arrived back, he was with Tom and uh, I was a bit melted. Small bit, yeah. Not going to lie. Yep. I got a sausage roll and a bottle of Luke's Aid and then I got a coffee on the way to work and I was sorted. Sausage rolls. One sausage roll. If you love yourself. I do, yeah. Weak for myself. You're weak. What about you? What have you been up to? I did absolutely nothing all week. Worked. Um, mm. That's about it. That's about all I really do. I got a new, uh, big up to Ashling. I got a new, um, it's not a pyjamas, it's like it's called a comfy. Like a, it's it, like a hooded blanket. Yeah, it's like a 12XL <gasps> jumper. Which that's what I, I, that's I, I, my I use, order anyway. I usually wear 11XL, like, so it's class. <laughs> but uh, it's unbelievable. It makes me want to go to bed a bit earlier. Which is... Huge, yeah. I usually you. get to sleep at four o'clock in the morning, yeah. and I'd be up at half five, five. some mornings, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you do it because I have to get like minimum six hours, or else I'm a absolute bitch to deal with for the day. I think I'm a bitch to deal with anyway, so you're not, you're actually not, you're no. actually quite pleasant. Do you think that's because I'm so tired? I, I think I it's because your body has just adjusted, do you know. Like, I think, honest to God, I think your brain is just used to getting three minutes sleep. I can I can run on three minutes sleep. Yeah. You put that in your Tinder profile. Yeah, do you reckon it'll get me more swipes? I think if people would be intrigued. Here's a good one, right? Okay. Just while, because we're trying to get more interactive with the list tenors. Okay. What should I put in my Tinder profile to get more matches? Tell me, let me know. 
Email in langolepod at Someone gmail.com. else's picture. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Again, I don't know how you're friends with so me. So anyone who isn't a complete bitch, <laughs> email in langolepod <laughs> at gmail.com or get in touch langolepod on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Here. I found love. <laughs> if I can do it. In a hopeless place with as this, well. Yeah, Glanmire. <laughs> If this head can find love, anyone can. Yeah, I'll update. I'll update with your. I'll update my uh, my I'll legitimately and screenshot. I'll update my Tinder profile with your suggestions. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. Actually, a funny thing that because God, I sound like such an asshole when I say this, but because I was never on Tinder because Tinder came like after I got with Tom. Yeah. So I got great enjoyment a couple of years ago out of like playing Tinder on John's phone. Yeah, we used to cast it up onto the TV <laughs> and just cut the back off everyone. <laughs> but I'd also be like, you know, there'd be like a girl and John be like, yeah, no, no, like she's she's she looks nice, and I'm like, nah, not for you. State of eyebrows. <laughs> not even that. I'm like, no, I just don't think she'd be your vibe. And I'd be like, look, there she is on Kilimanjaro. Like, are you gonna go to fucking Kilimanjaro with her? I might. No, no, <laughs> no, I won't. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so we're going to get John's Tinder updated. Yeah. Send me in what I should update my Tinder bio or profile with. You know that, like, Nim is going to have a, a field day with this. You had to mention it, didn't you? Yeah, I do, because she, she said yesterday that it had to be a tradition now that we mention her in every pod. Okay. Uh, Nim, Nim can be the new um, the new Ron. Or the new mascot. Or the new mascot, yeah. Or Nim Scott. Nim Scott. <laughs> God, <laughs> we're getting worse at this as it goes on. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a slow decline into us giving up. <laughs> um, I have something for you here. Okay, so last year we were all in our homes for considerable lengths. I can't remember why, but everyone was staying at home anyway for long mm. periods of time. The consumption, yeah, the consumption was floating about outside. Um, and we were all doing quizzes, yeah, so. Because there's talks of us being locked in our houses again. Now, hopefully that doesn't happen. Okay. At the time of recording this podcast, we're currently not locked in our houses. And we're not even in our houses. No, we're not. We're in The Lab Cork. Cork's number one creative studio. They've got podcasting gear, recording gear, a rehearsal space, a green screen for photography, a chill-out zone. They are amazing. Yeah, they're class. There's actually a band rehearsing right now mm-hmm. across the way, and they are blaring and because the two rooms are soundproof, we can't hear a thing. Yeah. It's Unbelievable. Class. It is unreal, yeah. Because I was actually a little bit worried coming down here this evening when I knew there was going to be a band across the way. I was yeah. like, we're going to be waiting until quarter past three in the morning to get started. And I can't even hear them. Nope. That could be the headphones yeah. as well too. Watch now they're, they're taking a break. <laughs> we're <laughs> they're all listen, outside. We're going to listen back to like a fucking real heavy cover of Save a Nation Army through the podcast <laughs> and I'm going like, John, we can't use any of this. <laughs> it's useless now. <laughs> Um, quizzes What was I saying Quizzes yeah So I've got a quiz for you mm-hmm. Now it's only five questions So okay. don't panic I'm not panicking We'll do a mini quiz right now Okay Lauren and Tom used to win all the quizzes by the way Okay Can I just say something though Realistically It was Tom was winning the was winning the quizzes Well Tom's not fucking here Yeah so I'm not going to get good answers here Well let's see We, we might get a few Okay Okay Let's go. We'll start with question one What is a duel between three people called A duel between three people Yeah, what's it called? No, that was my answer Your answer is it <laughs> Try shorten it, come on, what is it, come on Proper guess A gangbang 
You know that's 11 people or more. <laughs> no, I don't know the answer. It's called a truel. I don't believe that. And I really thought when I picked that question, you would sarcastically, you would sarcastically guess it. And I'd be like, yeah. And you'd be like, oh, I'm amazing. That is fake news. Right. Question two. Okay. Iceland diverted roads to avoid disturbing communities of what? Rabbits? You know the answer to this one. Remember the Eurovision movie on Netflix? Oh my God, I do, yeah. Fairies? Close. (laughs) (laughs) Elves. Actually, that's the same thing. I don't know why you just started laughing at me. Um, (laughs) Question three. In public places in the state of Florida, it is illegal to do what when wearing a swimsuit? I'll give you a clue on this one. Okay. You'd be fucked. Swear. No. What's the other thing you love doing? Singing. Exactly. Yay. It is illegal to sing in public places while wearing a swimsuit in Where's Florida. Where's our soundboard gone? I think I deserve to clap for that. Oh. I hit the wrong button, but that's okay. That's your sound effect now. I don't know which one does the... There's too many buttons. Um, question four. Okay. How long is New Zealand's 90-mile beach? Not 90 miles anyway, is it? Or is this a trick question? I'd say it's 30 sheep. 30 sheep. Yeah. That is incorrect. It is 55 miles long. That's stupid. I think they just thought that nobody would ever measure it. So <laughs> Maybe they, they didn't it. have a measuring tape at the time. Some fella from the council was like, oh, about 90 miles, I'd say. <laughs> they couldn't get Tim Dioshes to, to get a fucking measuring tape. Trundle wheel. <laughs> Has anyone ever used a trundle wheel outside of like orienteering <coughs> in third year? <laughs> no, you're using geography, not orienteering. <laughs> I don't remember school. <laughs> we'll move on to the final question. <laughs> I think you like this one. Okay. What is measured in Mickey's? Disney movies. That was a good answer. <laughs> Do you want a second guess? No. What is measured in Mickey's? <laughs> stop, like, <laughs> stop saying Mickey's. Why? The question's here in front of me. What is measured in, and it's even in quotes, Mickey's. <laughs> stop saying Mickey's. I don't know. The answer is the speed of your computer mouse. <laughs> yep. Is measured in Mickey's. So does that mean it's acceptable for me to say it at work? Yeah? I can say... I have 10 Mickeys on my computer here. The mouse is hopping. <laughs> I'm going to get on some list. <laughs> Disney. Disney's fun house. Mm. Uh, yeah, so Mickeys. You're at the speed of your mouse and your computer is measured on Mickeys. I actually really enjoyed that quiz even though I got none of them right. You got one right. That's because you prompted me. Yeah, but I didn't tell you the answer. Okay. Thank you for trying to like save my... Um, Self like, like one out of five still isn't great <laughs> But you did get one I won't take that away from you yeah, Like if Tom was here now You know he, he wouldn't have got any of those answers No he would have told you the square root of the fucking beach like, you know. But I wasn't looking for the square root of the fucking No thing. but he would have like you know He would have been like also Mickey's, Mickey's. <laughs> Oh for fuck's sake You're stone mad for Mickey's that fella um, yeah, so that was my little quiz. I just thought because we may be going into, I thought I'd get everyone in the quiz mood because we might be going into stay home times. Although I don't think we will, personally. I don't think we will. I don't think we can. But you know what, if we do, at least everyone will have loads of time to listen to Langer and the Gowl. That's true. We also won't have to help our relatives 
download Zoom. No. Because everyone already everyone has, has it. Everyone has it, yeah. Well, so. You might have to go around and update it for them or something. Surely that happens automatically now these days. You would think so, but from working in a phone shop, nobody ever updates anything. Yeah, just put on your automatic updates, lads. Nobody's trying to steal your identity. I might be. <laughs> he is Nobody's dead. trying to steal Ron's identity because he looks like a homeless sheep farmer. I'm not really talking to Ron this week. Why not? He said some really disrespectful things as I was leaving last Tuesday. About you? Yeah. About or just disrespectful in general? No, about me. Okay. I can't repeat it, but he was just talking about my, um, he was basically just talking about my behavior on the podcast. And I wasn't impressed. But he has to know by now. I mean, we're on week three. He has to know he's a useless brick. Yeah, but I suppose, look, he's very unaware of his surroundings. As he sits in the corner and just stares us down because he doesn't have a microphone <laughs> to defend himself. Well, why is he even here? We have to do our own sound. Set up our yeah. own mics. Edit it ourselves. Uh, I think he's just... Uh, he's on work experience. He's on work He's yeah. in TY. He's definitely not a good state of him. <laughs> Uh, where did you find him? Uh, Craigslist. <laughs> Not Craigslist. Craigslist. It is. I think, yeah, no, but you know, all Americans say Craigslist. Well, they also say Graham Crackers. It's Graham. <laughs> Graham Crackers. This is my friend, Graham Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> He's at work experience. <laughs> yep. So we've just slated Ron. Yeah. We've done a quiz. Yeah. We've talked about our week. We wrap it up there. I think that's enough. Yeah. What do you reckon? Join us next week. <laughs> no, you'd never get us to shut up after yeah. 14 minutes. It's getting longer as well. So the first one was an hour and five minutes. Second one was an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. So we need to add another 20 this And time. we have a guest coming later. We do? Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Woo! Woo! So yeah, I reckon. And, and he's a chatterbox, so I reckon we'll be here to put two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to get my editing head out. Head? Editing head. Editing. Right, will we jump onto a topic? Sure, why not? Sounds like Do you want to go first this week? I would like to. Okay, this is a topic that's very close to my heart. Your boob. <laughs> my boob is a topic. <laughs> no, what I want to ask is, what do you think is the best Chinese in Cork? Or, or right, just in, in addition... What's the best Chinese you've ever had? Right. Okay. This is a big deal. I have a couple of different answers because it depends on what I'm getting. Okay. If I'm in the mood for a black bean sauce. Yeah. Great Wall Balancolic. Okay. That's where I'd be going. Okay. But like, I need you to like expand on this now. So you go to the Chinese, you order chicken black bean sauce. Yeah. Half veg. That doesn't mean I want half of it to be veg. That means I want them to put half the amount of veg in that they normally yes. do. Yes. So when you order it, mm -hmm. what do you get with it? Because I feel like this is a very important element to this question. I get it with fried rice and I get a portion of chips. I don't do the half and half business because I usually They want don't more. do half and half in the Great Wall anyway. I don't, I think. don't know. Never asked for it. Never had to. No. <laughs> Never had to deal with Not that. a concern of mine. <laughs> I don't want that negativity in this yeah. room. <laughs> mm, I know what I want. Less food. No. Okay. Order the full portion of rice and a full bag. Like, and I only have about four chips, but the full bag is there. Yeah, they're looking at you. You see, that's the thing about, that's the problem with chips though as well. Like, you order more chips than you need. Yeah. You're never going to heat up chips. That's disgusting. It is. 
So like, okay, right. So that's what you are there. If I'm going, if I want a black bean sauce, okay. If I want a satay, yeah, it's got to be tungsten, blarney specifically. Yes, I have a lot of thoughts about tungsten and blarney. Okay, good thoughts. Yes, I don't know what it is, but the, like, if I'm going for a sit down Chinese, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I prefer the one in town. Really, I don't know why. A woman gave out to me in there once. Wait, stuff. What were or you doing? A runner. <gasps> That's it, yeah. Cat was in touch to tell us that it's not waitresses and waiters or wait folk or waiter <laughs> staff people or whatever I call them. <laughs> Trash the, guys. The person, was this episode one we were talking about that? Yeah. The person who brings you your food to the table is called a runner. Yeah. Not to be confused with the shoe. Yeah. Or the, the big fucking ostrich from the Wiley Coyote <laughs> bit thing. Roadrunner. Road That's runner. what it was, yeah. A ridiculous <laughs> So, yeah. So, one time I was in there. And like I say, I was only like eighteen, so I think I like hadn't been out for dinner much without my parents, you know, at this point. And I put my handbag down. Who you is? I actually don't know. Tom, probably probably not. If you were, oh yeah, you were eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But I put my bag down next to the chair, like in in the um, like walkway where she'd be walking up and down to get to running, the other tables, running up and down, running up and down, exactly. And uh, she stopped me and she was like, move your bag. And I was like, I'm so embarrassed. That so was that's my story. She, didn't give you. she asked you to move your bag. No, she was actually really angry oh, she about it. she barked at you. Woof. <coughs> that's what a bark is. So yeah, right. Tongue sing blarney. Yeah, if I'm going for a satay. Okay. Can I tell you about my... I have one more. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. If I'm going for Fucking a curry. I love talking, don't I? <laughs> Shut up. If I want, if I, if I go <laughs> for a curry... There's a place, I actually don't know the name of the Chinese, but it's out in Lazard. Lazarda. Lazarda, is that what it's called? I never know, is it Lazard or Lazarda? It's across from the crow's nest there in Lazarda, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. So I travel for me Chinese depending on what I want. I've never had it, but you've talked about it a good few times. It must be good, like. Yeah. My dad golfs in McCroom, so he'd be passing through. And when he right. picks up a curry, it's always, that's the best curry, I think. So I ordered the same thing. No matter where I go. Which is? Which is the salt and whatever, like everyone has a different name for it. Some places it's salt and chilli chicken, other places it's salt and peppercorn chicken, you know. It's the dry one. A variation of salt chilli chicken. Yes, exactly. Is that like what they put in a spice bag? Exactly. Without the chips? No, I'd go for a spice bag if I wasn't very hungry. But you definitely get more food if you order the salt and chilli chicken and chips or fried rice, you know. So that's what I would order. And where is your favourite one? So what, I suppose that's... <sighs> that's the point of this, yeah. Um, the spiciest one is in Tung Sing, Blarney. But does that mean it's the best one? No, it doesn't. Actually, funnily enough, this is why this topic came to my head. Because I would swear by Asia Gourmet and Balancholic. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Controversial. But... You told us to order from Chopsticks, Chopsticks yeah. in Wilton. Yeah. And I ordered a spice bag from there. It was absolutely gorgeous. And they do great deals. I told you to get something for... Sp- 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 yeah, specific. Yeah, yeah, out of there. Mm-hmm. It sounded like I was calling a cat there. <laughs> I, which was the Japanese... Everyone's going to be starving listening to this. I know, yeah. But the Japanese um, uh, honey chicken. Right. I wouldn't order that now because, I like I said... You only get the one thing. Yeah. 
And it always, I always have to get a curry sauce with it as a. Oh. Always. Always. Do you think Tung Sing in Blarney is the most Cork Chinese in that, like, it's such a night out for people, do you know? I think the Tung Sing in Patrick Street is. I don't know. Like, I've been, like you know, I grew up in Tower and, like, you'd go in there and it was, like, girls, like, mams on, night, on a night out. There's always Sing. parties there, I'll give it that. Yeah, and it was always, I mean, they must have been bait for making. There's three things you order in the Tung Sing in Blarney. Chicken and black bean sauce. Comes out with a sizzling plate. Yes. Unreal. Chicken curry. Yeah. Or chicken satay. Do you reckon that's all they actually do, but they have the other things in the menu just to fluff it out? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think there's a chef in the back going, someone, please order something else. Yeah. Well, someone gets some prawn toast or something, I'm snapping. Yeah. What's your starter choice? I wouldn't, like, I'm all about the main course in the Chinese. If I had, if everyone else was getting a starter and I would look like a freak for not having one, then I would order the satay skewers. See, I would often go to a Chinese or get a, a takeaway now and I would just get starters. Yeah. Just get two or three starters. Tom really likes starters in the Chinese as well. Bit of meat song. Mm. Bit mm. of chicken and noodle soup. That duck thing you get with the pancakes. Yeah, duck. Uh, Is that a starter? Yeah. But it's for two people, but fucking nobody be sharing that. Like, <laughs> you don't share food. You actually are like Joey that way. Here's right. Here's a good one. Sharing okay. food, right? Okay. Sorry, we both went for some coffee at the same time. They're very unprofessional. And at the start of this, I think there was kind of an unwritten rule between the two of us that if one of us was taking a sip of coffee, the other one Keep wouldn't. Keep talking. <laughs> but I did the whole yawn thing, you know, where someone yawns and then you have to yawn. Um, sharing food, right? I'm very funny with sharing food. If we go to a shop Yeah And I am going into the shop And I say Do you want anything? Yeah You say No Or yes Mm -hmm. Or whatever But if you say no Okay That's fine I go in and get my stuff Yeah And I come out I will under No circumstances share that with you Because you had the opportunity To also get something from the shop Mm -hmm. You chose not to That's not my fucking problem That is your problem I would never say, sorry lads, I just decided to move my bottle of water yeah. into the, the microphone. The Lab Cork got an upgrade on the, the podcast um, mic stands and we're just still adjusting. Yeah, even though we only did one podcast down here, we adjusted straight away, but that's just because we're thick. Yeah, but it is Cork's number one creative studio. It so is Cork's number one. There's all going to be creative things going quick on Quick update, we got the shit out of the floor. <laughs> we, we just replaced the carpet tile yeah. and the tree surrounding it. <laughs> What are we talking about? Sharing food. Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. So, we go to the shop. I ask you, do you want anything? You say no. I will not share. Okay. I also don't share gravy. No, but I actually... In I, a restaurant. You, told, you said that in the first episode. If I go to the shop and you weren't with me... Yeah. Or you didn't have the opportunity to get something yourself, mm-hmm. I share away. Absolutely. If I rocked up yeah. with a bag of Maltesers mm-hmm. and I never... Well, I said, oh, do you want any shop or anything? I'll share away. That's no problem. no problem. But if yeah. you have the opportunity to get something and you choose not to, don't fucking touch my shit. Yeah, I get that. I actually really do. I think that's fair. I feel like it's a bit psychotic. Maybe. But I get it. This is something you do when you go to the shop and you're calling over to our house. You will always buy... Like something extra. Yeah. So that we don't eat your food. It's a defense mechanism. It is. 
I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll stop off in the shop. I'll get a dairy milk. I get two. Because I don't want to share my Let those fuckers at that one. Will I have yeah. my one in peace? And then you came over last night with a dairy milk and we had a box of celebrations. Yeah. Didn't yeah. even need the, And I actually didn't need any of the dairy milk, I think. One, one you square. had one square, yeah. But anyway, I would agree. Okay, I know we're talking about Chinese as well. We were at some point yeah, in the last 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last 20 years ago. I know we're talking about that, but... What do you, what, where's your favourite shop? Like, what's your favourite shop to go to that has the best range of drinks and snacks? I'm a boring Yeah? Excuse my language. <laughs> I think that might be our first C word. <laughs> I get the same thing if I go to shop. It's usually, do you know, actually, I found a new thing. Completely lied there. White lion bears. What? White chocolate lion bears. You'd have to go to a very specific shop for that, though. Yeah, I can't remember where I got it either. So Is that somewhere that, that you'd get? I'm sure that's the kind of place where you'd only get the chocolate that they find that, that falls off the back of a truck. Robbed chocolate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish you could see the eyes I just got there. But, um, yeah, so I don't look for a range of right or anything. I go to Gala Yeah. in Balancholic, which is, of course, the left shoe. Yes. Osqualia. There's a lot to be said for a, for a shop with a good deli as well, though. They do. They have a good deli. They have a brilliant deli. And they have Soma coffee. That is a game changer. There you go. But you can also get Soma coffee now in boxed, in the drive through box. That's down not a by shop. My house. No, it's not a shop, but it's a game changer. Like Just because you spend ludicrous amounts of time there doesn't make it a shop. <laughs> okay, so like uh, it opened, I know the date for some reason. It opened on the 24th of September. Right, because I was kind of waiting for it, if I'm going to be honest. And I thought it was pure gas when they announced the date they were opening. I shared it on my Instagram story and I put up the picture of Joe Exotic. And, oh, stuff. Um, and it said, I'm never going to financially recover from this. You know, I thought that was really funny. But anyway, I've been there and it has turned out to be true. Because since the 24th of September, I have filled out four. Do you know they have the squid app? You know, so you scan every time you get your coffee. It's just like a loyalty card, is it's it? It's a loyalty card. Yeah. But I don't normally finish loyalty cards because I normally lose them or whatever. Yeah. But I filled out four of them. And how many Since is one to be filled out? Ten coffees. Now, in my defence, I also, my manager at work also drinks boxed coffee. And I get it for him on the way in as well. Do they give you two stamps if you get two coffees? Oh, yeah. a lot of places only give you the one. DP. Jesus, they're... So that, but that's still 40 coffees in less than a month. Yeah. In well, that, and that's no, just well, that's No, sure. 23rd of September. Yeah. October, no, October, sorry, two yeah, months. Two months. And also as well then, they're so nice. All the staff there. John's going to be like, why is she talking about this? But do you remember yeah, the week? How much are you getting paid here now? Yeah, this we'll isn't sponsored. extra stamp the next day. Yeah, dead right too. But the week coming up to the wedding. Um, what wedding? Yeah, I went to a wedding on the 2nd of November. What class? How was that? It was really bad. Anyway, boxed. <laughs> Every time that I went up to the drive through No matter whether it was the one on the straight road Or the one in Ballincollig They were giving me free coffees for the full week coming up to it Did you tell them you were getting married? Well, yeah You know me, like I like people know my life story Like within four minutes Like I'm just struggling In my head To reach the point where that came up Organically in conversation You know me, like I just can't help myself Like, like it, all the lads at work were like, are you getting married? Because every customer that came in, I was like, yeah, no, I won't be here myself now next week because I'm going to get married, but I'll get someone else to look after Couldn't you. Couldn't you say you were on annual leave? No, I couldn't say I was on annual leave. Man, I need the attention, like. Fair enough. 
I was really worried I mentioned the company there. Do you see my face? I'm actually yeah, bright didn't. red. I did thought you? I... No, I don't think I did, but my face went bright red there because I thought it was after naming the company and I was like, I'm getting all sorts of fired. Shark's Loan Company. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make sure you didn't anyway. We can edit it out. Yeah, that's true. Because we're pure. Unreal. And I can edit now. I can edit now. Yeah, so com- command T, I'm telling you. Command T. But I look, I, if I'm going to be straight up and honest with you here now. I watched a YouTube video. I've ha- I've been actively editing for work and for my own bits on this for about a year mm-hmm. and I still Google and I have a Google page saved of all the instructions on how yeah. to use GarageBand. But you know, like I was like trying to grab certain like sections just with the mouse and I was like, what? Like, what? Nah. what? And then I watched this guy who like, he and do you know what I really appreciated about the tutorial as well? He said how to do it within the first 20 seconds. Yeah, he didn't go like, he was like, what's right, up, here's guys? my video on how to uh, edit a uh, podcast. By the way, I give you a like and a follow. Um, yeah. This episode is sponsored by Hole in the Wall. Yeah. It's a hole in the wall and you put your, no, we won't continue that one on. <laughs> Glory hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway, can we just, I think we need to wrap up the Chinese part. Yeah, uh, I would say if I was going out to a Chinese, I would go to Tong Sing, Patrick, Patrick Street. Street. Yeah, and I have I can't I can't pick a favorite really of the other three. What about the lock? The lock Chinese, the Hawthorne Chinese, the Hawthorne Chinese. Um, when I was learning to well not when I was learning to drive, but a few years ago, right? So you were learning to drive. I used to go for chingers. <laughs> no, you'll know what I'm talking about in a second. And I went for my first driving test. I passed it on the second one, but I went to my first driving test, and I failed it, and I was really upset. So. Myself and John, Tom and our friend Dave went for Chinese in the Hawthorne Chinese or the Lock Chinese or whatever you want to call it. It's called neither of those things. Like Is it not? No. <laughs> That's working it's brilliant. It's called a golden palace or something. Is it? But anyway, I would never admit that. No. You just did though. No. Um, but we went there anyway for dinner and like John was pure giddy like towards the end of the meal and I was like, what is about to happen? Like, you know. And next thing, the poor girls working there just came out of the kitchen with <laughs> one of those, what do they call the mini Nordicas, you know, those, um, the mini Nordicas that, you know, they're the, the ones. Ki- like a Viennetta. Like. like a tiny Viennetta with fucking candles on it. And they were singing happy birthday to me. And it was in February. My birthday's in September. I think the funniest part of it, though, was after like six seconds. They realised it wasn't your birthday And they had to keep going And they all just died inside a little I couldn't console myself You enjoyed it so much I honestly think that might be the most Embarrassing thing that anyone's ever done to me And I love it Like Really? I'd say so yeah That would have gone like You know I've been embarrassing you the whole place No but like what It's the most embarrassing thing That someone's done to me I've done plenty of embarrassing things myself I'll try and talk that so Okay We'll report back Yeah it's a good thing I don't have uh, access to the social medias. Well, y- this is the thing. You said to someone last night that you're not allowed. But you just have chosen not to be part of the social media. I don't know what the password is. It's the same as the password for everything. <laughs> John, John loves but one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken, black bean, sauce, one. Yeah, it's 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 just a combination of what I like from where. So I was like... Black bean. Chicken and mushroom volivant. Chicken and mushroom volivant, tomato soup. Oh, can I actually ask you one more thing? Have you ever been in a restaurant 
in a Chinese restaurant and someone's ordered the omelette because I think the European menus are the funniest thing ever when you're in a Chinese. I don't get Chineses that do like sausages and chips. Like <laughs> no, but I love when someone or like do you know the I've fact never that gotten an omelette from a Chinese. But I love the fact that it's an option. You know, like everyone around is like ordering like chicken and black bean sauce. I can love I have, saying uh, that. Can I have a French omelette? Uh, <laughs> Why are you ordering a French omelette? Like, because I'm in a Chingars. Yeah, <laughs> go to fucking Super Value, buy 15 eggs and make yourself a decent omelette. Um, yeah, do you know what? The European menus, I never, never even look at them. Some of them have like a Thai section as well. You get like Thai green curry, Thai red, Thai yeah. red curry, and yeah. stuff. A lot of them do, yeah. Got a really nice. Oh, that was a Nanzarati. Never mind. Oh God, I just love talking about myself. Like you it's do, actually yeah. an issue. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to wait for you to start talking about yourself. I knew you were. Um, will we jump on to another topic? Yeah, I think um, you're either starving or you're sitting there going, "Yeah, why are they talking about a Chinese?" Everyone's fucking drooling now. The the sales numbers for Chingers in Clark. Wilton. Lazarda and Balancholiger would go through mm. the fucking roof. Yeah. Just Eat. We should actually have shares in Just Eat. You, okay, actually, I don't know how aware people are of this. And I'm just throwing this out there for people who might frequent Just Eat every so often. On your receipt that you get from any restaurant, doesn't matter which one, it says number of orders and it puts up the amount of times you've ordered on Just Eat. Not from the specific restaurant, how many times you've ordered from Just Eat. So the next time your food arrives from Just Eat, ignore the receipt. No, don't. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going a different I'm going down a different road with this here now. Look at it and figure out why we all can't buy houses. I'm horrified. Does it actually give you that number? No, it does. Because I was up in Mam's recently and she ordered from a chipper or something. And I was looking down the end and I was like, what's that number? And then it was like, Customer name, amount of orders to date. Lady Gaga O'Brien. <laughs> when I was in college, um, myself and my friend Martin decided we'd order, um, I think it was like Asian street food or something one day. And we ordered it and just eat to get delivered to the college. And Martin was like, wouldn't it be so funny <laughs> if you put your name down as Lady Gaga O'Brien? And I was like, yeah, hilarious. Like... So I put it down and I thought, nothing more of it. God's honest truth. Like, wasn't waiting for a reaction, nothing. Just thought, like, or like he'll just arrive and give us the food and it'll be grand. And your man gets out of the car and he puts the bag out in front of me and he goes, Lady Gaga O'Brien, is it? <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he wanted to punch me in the face. And then for about three years after that, I used to have to delete Lady Gaga out of my name and type in Lauren. It auto-saved. It auto-saved. Yeah, it saved forever, like. Jesus Christ. Lady, Lady Gaga O'Brien is it? Brilliant. Um we jump on to the the topic I have here. Okay. Um is when we were young versus being young now. Okay. Because they're two very different things. Absolutely. We didn't have the social medias. Well we did though. No. No, when I'm we talking young. about young now, like. Oh, you're talking about from one, we, to, one to ten. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. From February to August. <laughs> from 1 to 10. Like, we were out the whole time. Yeah. Building camps and bases and climbing trees. I don't know what you were up to, but that's what I was doing. I used to cycle a lot. Yeah. Isn't that unbelievable? Bikes, going on the gaff. Yeah. Making swings. Mm-hmm. We used to throw rocks at each other 
All this kind of shit. Like, just we legitimately yeah, each other. We, we, they were doing up part of our estate. Uh, and they'd have dug up into like heaps of rocks. And we used to go down and just absolutely rock fights and absolutely bait rocks that off each other. That is horrendous. Yeah. But it, great crack. How didn't someone get hit in the head? I remember my my mom always used to say, Be home when, when the street, street lights come, come on. on. And I used, to always, I used to always see them come on. Ignore. And I'd be like, I'll give it 10 minutes. Like, Oh, yeah. I had to. no watch. Mm-hmm. I was six. I didn't know what the fuck 10 minutes was. You, like, and the amount of injuries you'd get as a child as well. Scroped knees. Brilliant. Scars me head. I, t- I decided there was like a big massive hill in front of, well it wasn't a massive hill, but there was a, a fairly steep hill in front of my house when I was growing up. And one day I t- thought it would be a great idea to like cycle full pelt from the top of it. And I literally lost control of the bike and I just bayed into a curb. And I smacked my head off the ground. And it was actually the day of my birthday party. And I was like, I'm not going to the doctor. Hop the fuck up. Yeah. Get Friend. the fuck on with Got it. Got on with it. I was going down the, the hill in my estate. Full pelt. Chain came off the bike. <sighs> because the chain came off the bike, I forgot what brakes were. Oh, God. And I went straight into the side of a taxi. Oh, my God. Absolutely bayed off. And your mum was like, where'd you live? And all he was snapping. That might be like where the root of why you hate taxis comes from. But anyway... <laughs> Your mum was like, where'd you live, blah, blah, So I, like, so I was like, oh, I live this way. And then I went up to a place where I knew he couldn't follow me driving. And I like went over the curb and ran away. <laughs> ran home. I love that. Left the bike I just crashed into him outside the door of the house. So he could have very easily found me. Did he? No. Nope. Yeah, he didn't care that much. I didn't leave the house for two days, like. Yeah, but like, you're a child. Like, why would you, why would you attack a child for making an honest mistake? I smacked into the side of his taxi, yeah, that's no, why. no, but like. He probably wanted my parents to pay for the dent or whatever. There would be no dent. I was a big child. I was you a husky were not. child. Was it a Tesla? <laughs> a Tesla in 2005. I remember as well, um, me and my friend Lauren and a, a couple of us were trying to build a ramp. A different a, Lauren. A different Lauren, yeah. We're trying to build a ramp for a go-kart. I thought you were going to say goat. I'm so sorry. Yeah, a ramp for a goat. A ramp for a go-kart. <laughs> Uh, and we were like, oh, where are we going to get it? And there was this one house, uh, it was like a council house, like it, was people always moving in and out of it. So we decided, you know what, we'll take the front door. <coughs> and we took the front door off the house. Swear to God. And made a ramp out of it. Really? Yep. That is hilarious. I remember our, our buddy of ours got ninja death stairs. Joe does throwing stairs that ninjas oh, to yeah, be having. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ninja, de- I don't know what they're called. Ninjas to be having. <laughs> that ninjas to be having. And, uh, we also used their, their side gate for like target practice. We used to just get these. We were like eight, nine. Oh my God. Maybe a bit older. Probably not. And we had 24. like. 24. Yeah. I was 17. And we used to throw them into Death Stars at the gate. We made absolute shit of that house. And what what was like your um, primary school experience like? I don't remember. I hated yeah. school. Did you? And like I know we were in the same secondary school, but did you hate school the whole time? Whole time. Never, just didn't suit me. I didn't like it. Yeah. I always had plans in my head from as old uh, as, enough, blah, blah, blah. From when I was old enough to actually make plans in my head. Yeah. I was getting to 18. Yeah. So I turned 18 six months before the leaving cert. Yeah. And I was dropping out. As soon as I hit 18, I was like, nobody can stop me now. Yeah. It's my choice. Made it to 18 and I was like, sure, you only six months left, so I... Yeah. Not that I did great, like double no, digit points, like <laughs> fourteen. 
One was just for putting the exam number right yeah. in the front of it. I spelt my name wrong twice. That would have been 20 points. Like. You can't write your name in the leave insert, like. Huh? You can't. You can't write your name on it because it could be, you know, the way it gets randomised. So it could be your own teacher correcting your leave insert. Oh, what so if they knew your exam number? I suppose, yeah. That's that's the thing, but I suppose... Get your shit together, Department <laughs> of Education. <laughs> Fuck knows. Who's like, oh yeah, no, A234472 is John T. It's Breida. handwriting is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that was my plan to drop out the whole time, mm-hmm. which could... But I, 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 don't, I don't think... I think even if I knew I was going to do the leaving search all through school, I wouldn't have paid much attention. I feel... If you asked me when I was 18, 19, 20... I'd be like, I had a load of shit teachers and all this. I, I, they were probably good teachers. Mm-hmm. I was probably just a shit student, and I feel, I actually feel bad from looking back at it. I that don't they put think, up with me. no, I don't, and I don't think that's fair on you to say that to, about yourself because, no, no, because like you know that style of education just does not suit everyone. But you know, but like, but tell me, like, if if you had an option to do school in a more practical way, where things because you're really good at learning on your feet, and like you can't deny that, you'd be very similar to me that way, where. I prefer to be like interactively learning something rather than sitting there and rote learning things. And that's what the problem with the Leaving Cert as a whole was anyway. What? <laughs> What's he laughing at? I don't mean to interrupt you, but I've got my text coming up on my laptop. <laughs> and Nim just sent a text saying, I can't stop laughing at this child who got a bucket stuck on her arse. <laughs> Nim, <laughs> Nim is banned from the group chat. Uh, yeah, I should have muted that. Sorry, yeah. I completely <laughs> lost track of what you were saying there. Um, I was talking about interactive learning. Like, yeah. had I, like, because you know, like, even, like, in one of my biggest issues that I have with school is the fact that, like, I came out of it with, like, having, how many years are you in school? Eight and six? It's like, that's, <laughs> that's loads. <laughs> <laughs> 14. What's eight and six? Probably should have stayed in school longer. <laughs> um, but you, you've spent years and years. <laughs> see how I'm still avoiding coming up with a figure. But you spend years and years learning. It is 14. It is, yeah. I don't have any faith in myself um, when it comes to numbers. But uh, you've spent 14 years learning Irish and then you come out of it and you can't even hold a, hold a conversation. And then here I am nine years later and I would love to be fluent in Irish. Yeah. And at the time, I used to always be like, Irish is shit, boy. Why do we need to learn it? It's a dead language. And so then it's like Pythagoras term. Never going to use it after school anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, and I now, tell you now, if anyone's listening who hasn't done their leaving cert yet, yeah, not a Turn fucking day has gone by that I haven't used Pythagoras theorem since I left school. Mm-hmm. So pay attention. He's a Pythagoras bro. Yeah, I use Pythagoras theorem every day in the shop. What I buy, there's three selections of bread. I use Pythagoras theorem to select which bread I'm going to get. I'm literally looking into John's eyes and I'm like, where are you going with this? I feel like I can't riff off this joke. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Pythagoras theorem every day. Yeah, okay. But yeah, <laughs> I feel bad for the teachers because I was like, like I remember I had one particular French teacher and I never brought in any homework, ever. Mm-hmm. It would have made their life 25 times easier if I just did it. No. And every day, they'd be like, John, where's your homework? And every day... Like I was in a fucking panto, I'd go through my bag, <laughs> knowing full well I hadn't done it. And I go, oh, miss, must have left it at home. I'll bring it in tomorrow. My favourite version of that is I used to go, oh, I must have left it in my locker. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Hoping they wouldn't go, go and get it, so. Yeah. No, they always told you to go get it. And then, like, I'd be like, oh, I left my locker key at home. Like, why put on the charade? At, like, and by the time I hit sixth year... 
it was like, John, where's your homework? And like, I didn't do it. They were like, why? Like, just looking at him. Because they didn't want to. They didn't want to, like. Yeah. I had better things to be doing. What's, okay, I need you to name three of them. That I was doing back then. Yeah. What age am I talking about? Because it was, I didn't do my homework ever. Let's say third year. Third year. Um, Going up to shopping centre with the lads <laughs> and going to Pacino's and getting toast and, and a cup a cup of uh, hot chocolate. <laughs> That's one thing. Uh, going sit, going, going sitting on the green in a circle and just yeah. looking at each other mm-hmm. and uh, watching other lads try to make rollies. Yeah, try <laughs> avoiding the cool kids up the village yeah. so you wouldn't get mocked. <laughs> there are three things. Yeah, yeah, I know. I always did my homework. I, like after first year, I kind of no, no, it wasn't not a swat. Believe me, but after first year, I kind of realized that like I should at least have something. When I turn up because like my journal was like Ulysses after first year. It was just covered in notes. That's what I wanted to ask you is what's the funniest note you ever got? I think my funny can I my funniest reaction to a note was like three or four no, it must have been actually nearly towards the end of first year. I like didn't bring in my sketch pad or something because in our school you had to do all the option subjects. So like every in first year was it in first year yeah yeah so like like I was doing like metalwork and woodwork and tech graph and like I was just so shit I remember the woodwork teacher actually took pity on me towards the Christmas exams and he just went don't worry about finishing that I'll uh, I'll, I'll do that when you leave <laughs> so he did my woodwork <laughs> I was that bad but um one time the I'd say the art teacher was just having a banger. Like I'd say she was just having a bad she was on a blip, I'd say. She probably had me the day before. She probably did, or the hour before. And uh, she was in a bad mood and I was like, I'm so sorry, I forgot my sketch pad. And she lost the plot. And she wrote this really mean note. At at the time it was mean. Now it was probably like Lauren left her sketch pad at home. Like, what's wrong with her? She didn't call you an incompetent asshole or anything. No, no, I doubt it. Okay. But I remember I got so upset over because she actually gave out to me and I wasn't used to getting given out to like this is me now in school like we got a class detention one day from a sub substitute teacher and everyone was like i'm not going to that like she doesn't even go she's not even in she doesn't even go here (laughs) she's not even working here anymore like she was there for a day and i turned up (laughs) to the class detention on my own and the vice principal at the time came up to me and he was like lauren go away (laughs) it made (laughs) me go back to my lunch (laughs) but um yeah, so I got that note from the art teacher and, like, I was a music swat, as you know. Yeah. Like, I really wanted to impress. I wanted the solo, like, I wanted to sing You Raise Me Up at the graduation mass. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I was, like, running past the music room and just, the teacher was like, Lauren, Lauren, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Like, and I was like, I'm fired. <laughs> and I, like, ran into the bathroom and she followed me and <laughs> she was like, What's wrong with you? And I was like, I got a note. And she was like, Ah, Lauren, I thought one of your family members was dead or something. <laughs> you see, I, I I did this really weird thing in school that I had a really bad time in first year, like really bad time. Yeah. <laughs> Every I was like a fucking kicking post for people. Like, you know, like people just really enjoy taking the piss out of me, and I had no confidence because I came from a lovely little country school where we were all friends, and like we, it was really cute. Like, like everyone cried at our sixth class graduation because "Wake Me Up When September Ends" came on. And everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Like, 
<laughs> we're 12. So I went to secondary school and like I was just like, I was expecting everyone to be like kind of like cute and happy. And they, no. were, they were not fucking no, cute not and happy. And um, so basically then I was like watching a movie in second year at the start of second year. And I was like, I'm going to change my entire personality. I was like, I'm going to be like, pretend I'm confident. And then I got a couple of friends. And we're here now. <laughs> I still love you? taking the piss out of you though. No, but I love that now. But it wasn't like, you're a stupid fat bitch. You know what I mean? Like You're not sitting, <laughs> you're not sitting, you're not sitting in front of me here, like tearing me apart. Like, you're not no, like. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. On mic. On mic anyway. No, but you don't. You see, that's the thing. It's all in good. No, we have a laugh. We have a laugh. Um, I remember the funniest note I ever got home. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What? I was like, mm, John, doesn't matter. It's all, it's the Lauren podcast. It's the Lauren hour. That's <laughs> you had a story, like. Thanks. Um, was, so, but my parents never saw my notes either, because, like, they signed it once, and I was like, now I have data that I can copy. <laughs> I signed all my own notes. Sorry, but she stopped listening after episode one. She told me this, like, so she's fine. Oh, grand. Um, plus what statute of <laughs> limitations you're, you're I'm, I'm 27 like <laughs> you're about 42 now yeah. like Joe she still doesn't believe me that I didn't start drinking until like just before and you I actually genuinely didn't yeah. August before I turned 18 I turned 18 in December August I had my first drink she still doesn't believe me for, like she thinks for some reason I have to no. be lying about it sure but, why would you why would you lie about it now like yeah but anyway I used to sign my journal all the time and the funniest note I got was uh, John hit another student in the head with a mallet today <laughs> Like the Swedish chef, like. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I'm not going to give any context, but I, uh, I didn't swing for him either. I just hit him. Mm. I didn't blunt force him. He was fine, like. Do you know a certain close friend of mine, who I won't mention? Yeah, had this great idea when they were in second year <laughs> to pretend they lost their journal, so they had to get another one. And what they had to get their journal signed off every Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he told me this, I think, yeah. recently, yeah. So he would get his parents to sign off on the journal on a Friday. But he had two journals. So he had one with the notes that said like Genius. Or like he'd write himself out of school. So he'd be like, X has a Shingles. <laughs> X has the shingles. <laughs> X has the shits. And he won't make it to fucking French class today. And, like, his parents were completely unaware of it. The reason I'm dancing around it is because I'm not sure whether he ever shared that. Probably going to do. I don't know. <laughs> Come here. Look who we're talking about. <laughs> I had a, a teacher as well. Um, and this is going to sound really mean, but it's not. Right? No. <laughs> That's why we can't have cameras in here. <laughs> but, um... I had a teacher and one day I was looking down at my, I think we were doing like exam papers or something. And I was like, oh, if I don't pay attention now, she started talking. And I said, if I don't pay attention now, she's going to kill me. So I looked up. I didn't take my head up. I just looked my eyes up. Oh my God. And she lost the fucking will to not be a mental bitch <laughs> on the spot. She started roaring, screaming at me. Don't you ever look at me like that. Roaring at me. I was like, what the fuck? Is happening. I'm just here, like, trying to learn a bit. So I wasn't, but, like, <laughs> I was doing my best to look like I was. Set me down to the principal's office. He was like, why are you here? I was like, I looked at her. He was like, right, just stay there till the end of class and go off. Yeah. Didn't get an order or anything. Most confused person ever. Couple of years later, was out on the tear. Saw her working in a bar. Laughed for ten minutes. Stunning. Fuck you. Yeah. I, um... 
what was I going to say there? Oh, the funniest thing a teacher ever said when we were in school. We were in religion. It was sixth year. And like, you know, we're all nearly out the door at this stage. And like our religion class wasn't a Leaving Cert subject. And we were sitting in the religion class one day and she was talking about the rosary. And like, out of nowhere, she just goes, lads, girls and boys, when I was your age, I spent loads of time fingering my beads and... You can imagine now a fucking room of 17 or 18 year olds. And I'm telling you, that's the God's honest truth. I will find someone that I was in school with. Oh, no, I've heard the story from other people. R.I.P. Yeah. I oh, my God. We were just like. Do you remember uh, the guidance counselor? And one day she was doing a meditation session and someone kicked their shoe off and hit her in the head. <laughs> 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 like, this is why I feel bad for the teachers. Like, they were yeah. probably fine people until yeah. we started, like, baiting them with shoes and Her fucking laughing at them. Like, the guidance counselor, like, halfway through sixth year, when everyone was, like, freaking out about what they were going to do with their lives, started talking about how if we got into UCC next year, there's a great seat somewhere at the back that you'd be able to eat wine gums and no one would know. If anyone knows what that seat is, let me know, because I fucking love a good wine gum. <laughs> but you know, also as well, like, so I wasn't doing any science subjects at all, because I'm clearly a fucking dunce. <laughs> and <laughs> so, like, I was all into my, like, no, I, I was going to say arty subjects, but I didn't do art, but, like, music, and I loved business, and I yeah. loved history and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I loved that side of the side of things, like, you know, and I went to my guidance counselor in fifth year, and she was like, do you know what, Lauren? You would have a lovely bedside manner think you should do nursing <laughs> and I was like no don't want to no that's not me miss just because I'm polite doesn't mean I love wiping hole <laughs> I don't want to wash an old man <laughs> just can I just say I have loads of friends who are nurses and I fully acknowledge that they do more than that <laughs> oh god like, yes no but I like I don't ever okay I'll reword that I don't ever want to be in a situation where I have to wash an old man okay, okay? <laughs> unless it's Tom yeah, hopefully we won't get to that point. <laughs> Maybe he'll have to wash me. You just you just sparks up my brain there, right? Which doesn't happen very often. <laughs> but uh, my religion teacher, yeah, when I was in, I want to say fourth or fifth year, yeah, we're just walking up the corridor between. I think moving room or something. We had to move room between classes. Every class, yeah. No, I mean the whole class had to move. I think the room was booked or whatever we were doing. I don't know. We were walking <laughs> the in the corridor. The fucking DVD of grown ups would yeah. have to be taken out of the room. Two of mice and men wasn't on and to go to somewhere else, like. But uh, she turned to me and she said, "Someday, you're going to be successful." <coughs> she said that, and she goes, "You're going to be on stage somewhere doing something." And she said, "Don't forget to send me tickets." She actually said that to me. And at this point, I'd never done comedy. I was a shy young fella. Believe it or not. Do you think she was referring to? I hope. Red, she, I hope the she red light district in Amsterdam. Maybe, but I hope she was fucking clairvoyant. That'd be class. She probably was. Yeah, she could see into the future. And I just hope, hope to God that that comes true. That'd be class. That's a legit, she legitimately said that. Yeah, no, that is actually a lovely thing to say to someone. Um, it is. We were talking about when people are old versus us, or when people are young now. Versus, or yeah, but that, that is... When we were young versus being young now, right? The pressures that they have now, like, weren't there. But just bringing it back to it, right? So first of all, they don't do outside anymore. They do screens and stuff. Now I'm I hate when I'm talking to someone. They're just sitting on their phone the whole time. Hate it. And I often would sit there with my phone off just to see how long they'll keep going on their phone. Mm. And that seems to be all people. It's really sad when you see like um, young people out for dinner with their parents, or whatever, and they're just staring at the phone. Yeah. 
I, I sound the, like an old grouch, but it really is. Yeah, it is sad, but it also depends on the situation. Like if you call over to our house and we've been sitting there for like two hours and then I pick up my phone and scroll through it, I feel like that's normal enough. You're definitely not the worst offender for it. Like No. Tom, no. Tom loves his phone. Tom loves his fucking phone. Don't know what he'd be looking at. It's probably trains. <laughs> but just pictures of trains. Yeah. Or probably following that fellow on TikTok who just does train, what's his name? Francis Bourgeois. Yeah. Looking at trains. But it, it is, and but to be fair, he, he does also talk to you when yeah. he's looking at his phone. He, he can multitask. No, but like, he only, I think it's when he gets overwhelmed, he uh, he picks up, he takes up his phone. Like, that is true, like. Okay, I'll, I'll pay more attention, I'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like when the social situation gets a bit much, he's like, okay, I need to, I need to disassociate there now for a few minutes. Yeah. I get that too. I just love awkward silences. I sit in them all day. Yeah, but you don't mind awkward silences. No. Love it. Yeah. Um, what are the differences? Like, I think a lot of schools are doing iPads instead of books now. Are they? Do you remember the size of our bags going on first year? We had 18 different subjects. We had lockers, but I think we were all so afraid we were going to get beige when we went up to them that yeah, we just you, didn't you use You go to your locker, you get pushed over it. That's it. Yeah. Someone actually dropped their metalwork project on my head in third year. They were putting <laughs> it into their... I was in the bottom locker. And <laughs> they were putting... Explains a lot. <laughs> When I was in third year Was it a big lead ball was it? I don't know what the fuck it was But it hurt like a fuck But actually on the same day We were in supervised study And uh, everyone was like Head down studying And I was up probably thinking About the fucking Jonas Brothers Or something <laughs> Looking looking out the window And next thing This fucking massive bird A crow Just, <laughs> just flew right into the window And there was just a bang And everyone lost l- their life And then somebody Everyone started laughing And then I went out And had a metalwork project Stuck on my head Stuck on your no, head No it literally <laughs> like It actually head. fell out of his locker And straight down on top of me Because I was taking oh. something out of mine And I remember getting into the car With my dad And I was like Oi And he was like What's wrong with really bad the man To have in there nah. Um What are the challenges you think Young people face these? Like I think Obviously cyberbullying I think bullying in general But cyberbullying is definitely more Yeah and we also like, I suppose, as a girl, like we had a lot of people in magazines to look at, but we weren't constantly going through a feed of like influencers and celebrities and stuff that like are filtered and things like that. And like while I know obviously Photoshop was there when we were young, you still kind of didn't, you weren't as exposed to that kind of filtered. I got a really worrying notification yesterday on my phone, said your screen time is up. You're now spending an average of four hours and 20 minutes on your phone per day. I did not think for a second I spent that long on my phone. Well, I mean, it's not like you sit there for four hours. It's probably because you pick it up. You know, and I you do a bit of work on it and stuff. Like, but And if you watch YouTube videos, like... I do. That's natural. But I, I didn't think it would be four hours a day, like... Absolute madness. That is mad. But I mean, I would say yours is lower than a lot of people's, you know? Okay, so mine, my average is six hours and 37 minutes. Yeah So I spend two hours more than you I'd love to know what Tom's is Will you text Tom and ask him to check what his screen time is Yeah I will um, And I think um, Just young people today I think Now not that I'm I, know not, I, I feel like every time we bring this up I'm having a go at mental health or whatever But I feel like anxiety has become a buzzword Yeah Especially among really young people But I think young people are I think young people are experiencing anxiety more though but Why? Because their whole um, 
existent is based existence is based around a little rectangular box that they hold in their hand. So do you reckon phones are actually causing? Well, I think it's the exposure to this information overload. Like my blip, <laughs> my Mint DB last January. A huge for anyone who hasn't put it together, it stands for mental breakdown. Because I've had a couple of people ask me, what does that mean? Really? Yeah. That's gas. I had a mental breakdown in Full January. Britney like, 07. I had a Britney 07. Didn't shave her head, but like. No. But probably didn't wash my hair for a couple of weeks. Either. Also wouldn't have been shocked if you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which um, we, again, we will talk about at some point. Yeah. But I have an awful feeling that the um, that the kind of doom scrolling, especially in the COVID times, I have an awful feeling that that was what pushed caused you over it. the edge. Like. Yeah, absolutely. Because like the exposure to just reading this and it's getting worse, and there's eight thousand cases. And it, remember, after Christmas last year, like you know, they'd eased the restrictions. Yeah. And then it was like they had lifted them, or sorry, and then. After Christmas, the cases started going up to eight, nine, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. And like, I just thought, what the fuck? And I just think, <laughs> then I rang John and I was like, can we go to Bantry and get a dog? And I was like, yeah, no bother. Yeah. John's always up for a laugh. Oh, John, Tom just replied, he doesn't have it set up. Uh, it's automatic. He has an iPhone. <laughs> he said, I don't know, he used to turn it off, but he said, I don't have it set up, but loads, I'd say. <laughs> I'd say it'd probably be like 12 hours. Uh, no. He has a laptop too and a PlayStation. <laughs> and a Switch. Yeah, but that's that's why I think, and I also think, I know that people, I know it's kind of like a, a thing that people might say they have anxiety, but yeah. I think people are more aware of the fact that it's anxiety. Because of what like, it is. Yeah, people know what it is because I remember when, sure, when I was a teenager, like, you know, I suppose with the, all the different things that went on, I was always anxious, like, and I never ad- identified that till you I was in college. A, you didn't have a, a thing to call it? No, well, like, I was diagnosed with depression in four, when I was in second year, but, like, I, I suppose at that stage, they didn't want to be like, oh, you have an anxiety disorder, like, okay. no. So I think the awareness around it is, is better, like, you know, and I think that's why, I think they're exposed to too much. I mean, like, there's so much content online now. Too much content. I think, like, and a joy I find really hard as well is, is you get people um, and they, like, because we used to work in, in, in phone shops. Yeah. And people would be coming in, they're like, I'm buying an iPhone for my 10-year-old. Yeah. And they don't want to buy the iPhone. They feel they have to. There's because otherwise the child will be excluded and won't be, and like they say, oh, I'll set up all these safe checks and everything. But these people didn't know to turn on the fucking phone. There's that's no the way problem. they're getting safe checks. Yeah, that's the problem. And also as well. Like, I thought it was always the saddest thing ever when, like, especially, like, on Christmas Eve and someone would come in and they would sign up for, like, a two-year contract on, like, 60 euro a month. And it would break their hearts. Like. And it would break your heart to be, like, and but it was just the pressure. Yeah. And you'd be trying to find every single way, like, oh, maybe if you just went on a lower plan and played this, paid this. people didn't have the yeah, money for it. They didn't have like. the upfront cost, no. It's so sad because the pressure of, you know, I suppose... Your whatever your situation is, like I just think it's so sad when people are under pressure. And like I'd love to be the type of person now if you like I don't have any children that I know of, but like if you said to me, uh, like, I, I love like a device range. When would you get the child a phone? I'd love to turn around and say probably fourteen. Yeah. Like, would I cave to the pressure? You like? ha- you'd kind of like we kind of get to the stage then as well where from a safety perspective you'd actually have to. Well, like you can get them the phone like button phones or whatever. Like you can, but. Like, and if we get picked on more, exactly, someone's going to use the phone to front them across the head with it. Like, 
Jesus, that was probably the most. Yeah, there was very little joking going on there for the last, what, 15 minutes? I don't know, like, I feel like. I feel like I should fart into the microphone or something <laughs> just to give people a gag. You've been farting the whole time, but at least just not yeah, into the microphone. The mic is far enough away. I'm going to die in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Methane poisoning. <laughs> Jokes I just can't make right now are going around. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, I think that was our first dip into a serious topic. Yeah. And um, which we will obviously do more of. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. we're going to try and keep it as light as we can. We well, I think my whole thing with this, and I think you probably agree with me, is I want it to be an escape for people who listen. You know what I mean? I don't want them to be thinking. To be trying to fucking escape. All right, <laughs> get these fucking earphones out of our my poor head. friends. <laughs> our poor friends are just like sick of me being like, listen to our podcast. But they should like. And you know what's really annoying me as well? What? Everyone's out there now, assuming everyone else. Is emailed in, or they're like someone else will email in the topic. I won't bother. Yeah. Lads, get the fucking thumb out. <laughs> email langowlpod at gmail.com, L A N G O W L P O D at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram, langowlpod at langowlpod, L A N G O W L P O D. Very easy. Send in your shit. Mm-hmm. We, we, we can keep you anonymous if you want. We can call you out if you want. What do you want us to talk about? Send in the t- suggestions. So don't be sitting there thinking someone else is going to send in the suggestion. Fucking do it. Will I ask you some brief questions that uh, have come in? Well, we have gotten some responses, have we? We've gotten a couple. All right, go on. Okay. Um, somebody asked if we would discuss people who wear their masks incorrectly uh, nearly two years into the pandemic and they say fucking goal at the end of it. All right. Okay. It's not that fucking hard. No, fact. Some shops now I've actually seen as well have it that like, please do not wear your mask under your nose. The fact that they have to fucking make and laminate a sign to tell <laughs> these pricks to pull up their fucking mask. Mm. It's not hard. It isn't. Like, you have very severe asthma. I do. And you wear your mask per- perfectly, properly all yeah. the time. Not all the time. No, but like... When I have to. When you have going to. Going into shops and stuff. Yeah, yeah, throwing yeah, a mask. Yeah. I don't die. Yeah, exactly. And people acting like... Oh, I can't breathe with a mask on. You can. Fuck off. You can. You indefinitely. Because I have asthma as well. Mine's not as bad, obviously. But um, I can wear my mask as well all the time. The only thing I'd be more worried about is the fact that if I got it, it would probably be worse. The COVID, like, it'd probably be worse. Just wear your fucking mask under your chin, above your fucking nose. Yeah. Don't be a langer. Exactly. Like me. The next question is, why do birds fly... And do they know where they're going? David Attenborough. Okay. Well, I think something about... <laughs> Why do birds fly? I suppose it's probably more convenient. They have only have little legs, you see. Aww. They only have tiny little burb legs. Aww. And if, they, if they're walking, it would take them... Have you ever seen a bird walk as well, by the way? Yeah, it's there's, like, there's one type of bird in particular, and it does like a really quick leg walk. Yeah. All the other birds make a fucking balls of it. They'd be skipping. I love the birds that look like they're walking to staying alive by the Bee Gees. Yeah. Mm. But most birds skip. And also I've seen a fucking too many pigeons with just one leg. So it's Aww, it's probably way What easy. happens to them? I don't know. I've never stopped and asked them like. <laughs> but it's probably just more convenient for them. And do they know where they're going? Obviously, if I threw you up into the air right now, whoever put in that question. It's Lisa. Lisa. If I threw you up into the air right now and you took a quick look around, you'd probably see the lesion. And you probably see the four-faced liar. And you probably see the lab. 
the Cork's number one creative studio. studio it's actually yeah. quite nicely tucked away, but you might see it. You might see it because there's a sign on the door. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know where you're going because you can say, oh, there's the lad. There's but I'm going like, this way. Okay, I, I need to, like, kind of ask you something. Like, birds don't know what things are, surely. So, like, they're birds not don't know <laughs> what things are. We just are. got our title. <laughs> we just birds got don't our know t- what things are. There we are. That's <laughs> the title. Are, that's um, but, like, what I mean is, like, they're not, like, I'm going to go up near there, no bite, no. and I'm going to go to the marina market and get a sausage. 100%. There's probably some really, like, like there's probably some in-tuned, like, biological way that they know where they're going, but I'm not a fucking scientist. So I would think if I was a bird, I would be like, there's the four-faced liar, so I'm going to go that way. Okay. And I'd fly quite low, so I know the streets, skip the traffic, have a fucking hoolie. Yeah. <gasps> Could you imagine that? What? Being able to fly just so that you didn't have to... Sit in traffic. Do you know the way I am? Like, I would rather drive 40 minutes out of my way. To skip, as long as you were just moving in the as car. As if I was mo- just once I'm moving. Yeah. Do you remember when we came out of here, like, last Sunday, and we turned right, like and there was a match, it, yeah. and, like, I ended up driving to Mahin. You followed me. I was following GPS. Where are you? You went, because you were ahead of me, I was following the GPS, and you went the exact route it told me it was quickest. I'm so impressed. And, like... We actually went to home store and more, but that was just a fluke because it was half five, so they were still open. And I needed to get Christmas lights. Yeah. So you yeah. you were you were you yeah. were big Google head, yeah. But I yeah. absolutely love driving around town. It's my favorite. It's my favorite thing. Um, and also, Breedine Ward wants to know. Yeah. She wants us to talk about how class Blackpool is. Oh. I feel like Blackpool is going to be a sore subject. From yeah, am I never going to hear the end of that? Okay. No. I think Blackpool's okay. Okay. I said it was a shithole because it was a funny thing to say. I have yeah. apologised for this. I think you should do a notes apology and put it up on Twitter. A notes apology. Do you know the way celebrities do that? Well, because I'm not allowed access to the social media. If I send it to you, will you put it up? You are... A, <laughs> do you know what? Don't worry about it. Don't <laughs> fucking worry about it. Come here. Does this fucking bell end over here have anything for Blackpool us? had its redeeming... Oh. Yeah, it had two moment, redemption stories. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they were. Obviously. It was <laughs> that they great. tip better in Blackpool they and do. the sta- and the customers were much nicer in the phone shop to me. There you go. So there we go. Just prove Blackpool is okay. Do you see how I covered my ass though in the first episode and when you went for the whole Blackpool is shit thing, I was like, no, you're wrong. Joe, I also said something that's been bothering me since and I said like they probably did that uh, runners, as we know now they're called, probably do get paid enough to bring food to your table. Yeah. Well, I don't agree with that at all. I think the minimum wage is far too low in this country. Yeah. You were just, but like, you I was were playing, saying it I was playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've got a very controversial uh, opinion on minimum wage, which we will come to later on in life. Okay. But uh, will we get that fucking homeless looking spadge in the corner to give us a topic? Spadge. I, was, I, I haven't heard that in so long. Send it on to, no. Send it on, no, she doesn't have her laptop. Send it on to my one. Wake up. Okay. What life lesson did you learn the hard way? Okay. The life lesson that I learned the hard way. Put your phone on silent, Ronald. Sorry. The life lesson I learned the hard way is that I can't expect everyone to treat me the way I would treat them. Does that make sense? So... So in context, it's like, 
Yeah, I, well, I can't explain without saying nice yeah. things about you. That makes me feel sick. So I know, go I on, you go. So like, my whole thing is that I think that the way I want to live my life is that I want to live my life with kindness all the time. I sound like I'm in a live all five, but count on Doctor Phil. <laughs> but I like the thought that I would be a good influence on people's lives rather than somebody that people walk away from and feel deflated. Okay. So I kind of have this expectation of other people that they would also give me the same courtesy that they'd be kind to me. But I learned the hard way that life just isn't like that. And people are there. Some people are just there to tear you down. Some people get their jollies out of being bricks. I completely, and I think it's a really weird thing. I think I find it very strange when somebody tends to enjoy making other people feel like shit. So that's a life lesson you learn the hard way is that people are pricks. Yeah. Not everyone is as... Not everyone is as sensitive to... Is, is how you think. Like, not everyone thinks the way you think, really. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. You know? Like, I would be quite good at, like, recognising the consequences of my words to people. Yeah. Emotional intelligence, I think they call it or something. Oh, thank you. Did you just call me intelligent? No. What about you? I don't know. I tell you no way. Uh, what life lessons <laughs> did I learn the hard way? Um, so I'm going to tell you the life lesson I learned the hard way, and you're going to look at me and go, "You're a fucking fool because you don't want to be abide by it." But don't work too much. Yeah, and there you are. There's the look that says I'm a fucking fool because I do work about averaging sixty to sixty-five hours a week. Yeah, juggling two to three jobs, mm-hmm. but I do. Especially since last year, since I had to cut it down to one, because uh, the world ended, um, that it's not worth it. No. And especially, like, I took no holidays this year. When it finally came to me to having a week off, I crashed because I was working too hard. Yeah. And now I know I'm working too much and I am trying to take steps to cut it back. But that's what I learned it the hard way. Uh, yeah. I was I'm working too much. Um, but you know why it comes from, and I only discovered this recently, is people used to call me lazy when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I used to fucking hate it Because yeah. I'm not lazy No So now I'm working all the time And no one calls me lazy You're overcompensating Yeah they, I have a huge admiration for anyone who values their own time a lot I find it really hard to to, to I love like, I'll do hours outside of work that I'm not being paid for And that's literally me devaluing my time Yeah Like I have huge admiration for someone who Like has the ability to say no to things and they're able to say, no, no, like, I need this weekend to do nothing so that I can just be with my family or just go and do something relaxing for myself. I just have a huge admiration because I'm, I'd be similar to you, not with the work thing, because obviously due to circumstances of this year, I have had to take a step back. Yeah, yeah. Which is reasonable. Yeah. So it's not even that I'm doing it because I value my time, but like, I mean... If someone asks me to do something straight after work that they need a lift here or there, I'm not going to say no. Because I'm like, oh, they're, they're going to be stuck now and it's going to be my fault, you like know? I, I've before before pubs had to close as well, like, and especially before uh, Lockheed Downey times, I have often got out of bed at half three in the morning because yes. someone's rang me and gone and dropped them somewhere. Sorry, that sound was me turning off the heating because I was about to pass out. Sorry, is your heating on? <laughs> is your motion on? 
But oh so god, just, I just ju- made an immersion joke. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you're old. Oh people, there's, there's definitely people listening who don't know what an immersion is. They don't know what a cassette is either. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, no. And I've seen you do that, and there's a, and you've done it for me. You know, it's because I'm, I'm religiously and morally opposed to taxis. Yeah, you actually are. <laughs> when we were coming home on Sunday night, I knew John was in the apartment with Tom, and I texted Tom, and I was like, "Oh, I'll be home there in two minutes. I'm just in a taxi." But it actually just so happened that Justy was giving me a lift. Yeah, you knew <laughs> that Tom would say out loud, Lauren's just in a taxi there, and which he did, and that I would have a visible... A physical reaction to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which happened. And then yeah. I was I went outside and I was relieved to find you not yeah. in a taxi because I hate them. You see then, because I feel this is going to be controversial because obviously there's an awful lot of our friends listen to this, but because I feel like people take advantage of you and your kindness when it comes to lifts that I often don't want to but I'm not a fool either like and I have said no just yeah. not very often that's the thing I prefer I prefer if somebody is stuck in town doesn't matter who it is that I know I prefer they call me than walked up and down the street for an hour looking for looking to be overcharged yeah that was like that was one oh god here I go Lance fucking ratty again but I this that was one thing that I noticed like you'd go from like fucking a 20 minute drive and it would be like five euro, and you can't even get your arse. And that's the God's honest truth. You I open d- the door and they put out their hand for a fiver here, like. But I think isn't it six fifty when you sit into a taxi now at night oh, on the night rate or something? Been so long, no, I yeah, me too. Or yeah, no, no. I, I just. In fact, actually, I used to be all for getting taxis, but now I'll actually just try and arrange it yeah. in such a way that I don't have to. There you go. The fuck taxis. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to have to take uh, probably a twenty minute break. Not that it's going to affect the listeners yeah. at all. No. Because our guest has arrived. And God's honest truth, lads, I actually need to get out in the fresh air. Yeah, it's warm in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we're going to be back in about 0.5 a second, according to you, because it's not going to make any difference, but yeah. we're going to go get our guest, uh, and we shall be right back. When the time is right, you will understand. When the time is right When the time is right You'll understand When the time is right When the time is right You'll understand That was a song, Time Is Right, by Adam O'Donovan, a.k.a. Madam Music, who has joined us in studio. How are you, Adam? Good now. I'm enjoying the... the the darkness, we're, we're in the darkness. Yeah, we have all the lights off because we're going to be looking at Ron anymore. Yeah, Ron's kind of creepy. Like, I don't know. Sorry, Ron. Did he yeah. offer you a cup of tea when you came in, by the way? I, to be fair, no, he was very you know cognizant of my anxiety around COVID. So he was just like, I prefer not to offer him a cup of tea, really, because he knew that I'd be asking for That's actually a really good thing, because you know the guy in Scary Movie 2 with the potatoes? My arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would have happened <laughs> if he made him a cup of tea. But he had one fucking job, offer him. He didn't have to give you the cup of tea, like... But the offer is nice. He gave me a pleasant look. You know that one of those kind of. He nodded at yeah, you. Nod, that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, he did. The work experience, lads, this year are just something else. Like. Ron, you're on thin fucking ice, and yeah, don't yeah. give me that look. Don't give me that look. And talking back now, we're going to add that to the list, are we? <sighs> right. Anyway, that was "Time Is Right" by uh, Adam. As I said, an absolutely beautiful song. Uh, I've had the privilege to hear most of the music. Which, back in episode one, I did express my extreme dismay at none of it being released. But do you want to talk to us a bit about your music? So that was um, Time Is Right. And obviously the intro to this whole podcast, you've been generous enough to lend us the song Come In. Mm. 
Um, where did all this music come from? What 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 was your? Because I know you've played with bands before. Yeah. And so what 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 made you think I'm going on my own now? I'm going to do it. Um, Fuck the lads. Your Robbie Williams <laughs> moment. Robbie, Robbie yeah. Actually, that that is great. Your, I, I your also, Brian McFadden <laughs> moment. I definitely. Who's your one from the Pussycat Dolls? Went off on her own. Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah, your Muller. Your shirt swinger moment. <laughs> <laughs> your shirt swinger. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, uh, I was, look to be honest with you, like I was playing with Landis Fire Department, and that kind of ended in a kind of a hiatus period, and I was playing music with Castle Club, and. I then just kind of, I'd finished doing a, a significant amount of academic work that I wanted to kind of focus on music, you know. Yeah. That was kind of, wanted to spend a bit of time in a cave somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I had about four or five songs written at the time. And I wanted to do a live recording initially in September 2019. And so I went up to Colin up in uh, Stone. Stoneview. Stoneview, that's it, yeah. If I can get it right, well done, Adam. Sorry, Colin. Uh, and I was like, look, let's can we do like a few days live and get a few people in the room and see what happens? And then I did like four tracks then. Um, one of them was coming actually okay. uh, up there. And that kind of that kind of stopped. And then, you know, I went to Australia for a wedding in November. And then, you know, we all know what happened. Kinda the world after. ended. The world yeah. ended then. Yeah. <laughs> there was a fire. There was a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I suppose uh, the reason behind it I suppose was just like I continually I'm always writing songs I've been writing songs either with a with a like a physical instrument or on a phone mm. I, I notoriously wrote, like was writing songs on like uh, Garrett Garage Band on my yeah. phone yeah. for a long time and Can I, I ask Adam like the inspiration for your songs does that all come from life experience like there's a line in Time is Right because obviously I've heard them before because mm. I was I was minor. I was involved in the yeah. music in a way. Um, you, and you, can we just? <laughs> can we, yeah. You sang on a track. Yeah, <laughs> but Which, but yeah. like I wasn't in the full like not because of you, but because of my own <laughs> crippling social anxiety <laughs> and mental breakdown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Menti B. <laughs> that I um, yeah. So basically, I, there's a lovely line in that song, and when I heard it the first time, I got goosebumps, and I've told you about this before. So basically. Where does the inspiration come from? Yeah, I'm so good at interviewing. <laughs> um, I to be honest with you, like um, I I have I have literally all the songs that are written for anything that I'm that I'm going to be releasing in the next year are all to do with a journey I was on uh, doing. Um, I suppose I can say it now. You can. Yeah. I was doing a PhD and it was very difficult, mm-hmm. and it was um, I I was doing it while I was also in music and I was taking on a lot of work let's say and it was it was it was difficult at the time so like it, it, a lot of it is about struggle a lot of it is about kind of trying to find motivation that's a lot like a lot of it comes from that and mental yeah. dealing with uh i suppose mental health issues dealing with dealing with struggles that come along the way with roadblocks and disturbances and so a lot of them do come out of that so notorious they're notoriously depressing in some ways do you know what i found though <laughs> listening to them was you listen to them, they're actually quite upbeat songs. Yeah. A mm. lot of them, quite happy songs. You can jig along to them. If we were in the background, you'd be like, jig along. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> jig, jig is the wrong Did you word. Just say jig. Jig along. Yeah, no, you can, you'd can. you be shopping your foot if it was on the background. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, you'd, like, they're, they're great songs. And mm. then you, when you listen to them, there's a much deeper meaning. Yeah. And when you hear you talking about them, the message becomes very clear that a lot of them are about anxieties. Mm. And yeah. you portrayed them beautifully. Because like if you okay, just listen to the song as a once off, it's an absolutely fantastic piece of music. But then when you dig deep, if you're interested, you dig deep. There's there's hidden meaning behind all the songs. In the song we listened to there, Time is Right, like mm. that line that I'm talking about, if you can repeat it, because I don't want to make balls of it. But that line is something your dad said to you. 
Oh yeah, my yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So my dad has my dad. Uh, shout out to Aiden. Shout out to Aiden <laughs> uh, in in this commentary about certain people in certain work positions was saying do do it when the time is right and F the begrudgers is his phrase and he, he actually wrote out a piece of paper for me which was like uh, I put up on a wall um, and I'm hoping you know there's a video coming out for this particular uh, song and you might see some of that in that it, it like it, I was I at one point I was struggling so bad to get out of bed I actually did like write down like phrases on on pieces mm-hmm. of paper and put them on the wall to kind of remind me that I'm you know what I'm doing is important or Whatever. Find your own inspiration, kind of. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes it's just about getting up and doing one thing that day. But um, my, da- my, da- my dad then was like, do it when the time is right, and uh, and F to begrudgers. And I originally had a version of Time is Right, um, a demo version that I would have sent around to the lads at the time, uh, and I, I would have sent it to a few people, um, and it wasn't anything. It, it, I was missing a chorus, really. Uh, like the chorus at the time wasn't really, you know, the first verse was there, and it was like... Yeah. So I think I think with that, when I eventually was like rewriting it in that vein... Then I then I found that chorus line, and you know, yes. and it, and I, I kind of realized that sometimes you actually can't you can't force creativity, or you can't force, or you actually have to wait sometimes for it mm-hmm. to emerge. Um, you can plug away, and you know, you can put the stone, you know, and some people say you can fight through it. I sometimes like the best stuff comes when you don't, you actually don't try. Yeah, it sometimes it's best if you walk away from something, and when you revisit it. When you're in a better headspace, something way better comes out of it. I think rather than when you're you actually start to um, hate the song. I think that's mm. happened to me before, where mm. you were like you kind of hate yourself in it so much that you don't finish it properly or the way you want to, and then when you come back to it, it's it's I exactly what I, you want. I find it with yeah. writer's block. Like if I'm trying yeah. to write a joke or something, and I'll have a premise in my head, or sometimes I'll write it all in my head, but I'll be driving and I forget half of it. <sighs> And I'm just like, you know what, that was probably shit. And I'll come back to it. I'm like, no, actually, I remember what the end was. Completely different, obviously. I'm not a musician. but No, it isn't, though. Mm. It's the Talk same thing. It's <laughs> I want to it's be It's creative, <laughs> like this whole thing. Like, I haven't written music in about 10 years, I'd say. But, like... Is that true? It is. Oh, God, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, you've never even, not in your head, written something? No. Well, I mean, I, I write stupid things around the house, but they're not songs. Okay. I th- I th- I'm suspicious. I think that I, d- I don't know if there's st- oh yeah maybe stupid things. I definitely had a habit at one point when I was driving from Mayfield uh, to my girlfriend's house in East Cork. Um, at the where, at the time now we're living Dungarvan. Dungarvan <laughs> on the East Road, uh, <laughs> the Golden Highway. The Golden Highway. There's of like creativity. There's actually a bridge that I used to go over, and I used to start humming the second I go over the bridge, and I'd actually have to turn on the sound. The audio recorder on my phone every time, and some of the stuff like I'll, sh- I'll have to show it. Like, you've played some of it. Some of it yeah, is yeah. like just like it sounds like boys like to men or something. <laughs> <laughs> the ramblings of a madman yeah. in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, or the 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 indicator is like a click track. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Why is that this prick driving for the last twenty minutes with that his left to indicator me all on? All the time, or like I just because you know the way the indicator changes rhythm so that yeah. you don't forget it's on, mm. even though like. <laughs> You, you do, do. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you'd be like, you know, kind of humming a song that's already written or a song that you've listened to along with it, and then Share the rhythm believe. changes, and you're like, for God's sake, like you're the worst rhythm section in the world. <laughs> I know. Um, you said when you you were doing a lot of work last year, um, and then the year before you were doing a PhD, and you thought and you were working as well, obviously, to keep yourself going. Did you find music was work for you back then? Or was music your escape from work? I, I would say, like, you, it definitely was an escape. It, uh, and it doesn't even feel like work until you go to release it 
in my view, everything up until that point, it was it was very enjoyable. Yeah, and I the, I will ha- I will say like I've been recording a lot of music now in the past, let's say twenty twenty in particular. I recorded it during a lockdown, and 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 some of the songs like changed because of that. And I think that you know. I thought that process would be unenjoyable, but I actually kind of enjoyed it because I'd been using platforms and, you know, I've been recording myself at home. I'm used to doing things myself. Yeah. So, like, the main problem was trying to put it all together. Like, you know, you can get get someone to record something in another, in another country or someone who's in a different part of the country, and it was not a big deal if someone had a setup. Well, so musicians are notoriously flaky anyway, so... Trying to get them all in the room, I imagine, is like trying to herd cats. It's quite difficult, <laughs> I would say. The live stuff is, the, I just love, like we did a live, yeah. we did live, that time is right as half, like mostly live. Okay. And it, it, it was recorded live in the same, when we, we had Lauren down that. that I believe day. I was in the room actually when yeah. that was being recorded. Yeah. 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 So we were there and it was like, I think there was a couple of songs done and one of them was coming, one was time is right. And there was a, f- a few other ones. And like, it was great. Like there was, there was one, there's a, you always find in a live performance, like, there might be a lot of takes or, you know, it might take a while for everyone to sit, sit in there. When, we, when you get a good take or you, you listen back to mm. a hard day's work when everyone was in it together, there's a definitely a better vibe, you know. it's There's well. nothing better than when you finish a take and it's been really good and, like, there's, like, a collective sigh of relief but cheer at the end of it. Everyone's just like, oh, my God, like, do you know. And is it, a, is it a thank God we got it right or is it a that sounds class? I think it's more of a that sounds class but it's also a relief because I think there's, there's definitely you can get very into doing tracked recordings okay. and like, you know, you can say like, I'm going to spice that bit out and put, cause this was good. But like when you're doing it live, you kind of have to get it right at some stage. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. there is a relief through that. Like the only recording experience I have with Adam is, uh, we recorded share believe class in Adam's, uh, girlfriend's mother's house in Dungarvan. We know it was her shed. <laughs> Which you can't call it a shed; they call it a granny flat. It, it was, it was, it was called Granny's Gaff. Granny's Gaff. But it's, it, love that. It, but it's, uh, it's quite sorry, but it's quite like, um, it's, qu- it's just basically like a kind of a Nor- Norwegian style log cabin. Yeah, there was nothing in it when we recorded. Now there's like sewing machines and fucking antique <laughs> shit. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I feel scared going in there in case I definitely break something. Yeah, you, yeah. But we, we recorded Share Believe, which I'm definitely going to play at some point. I know you hate it. I think you just hate it to it. yourself. But I everyone thinks it's an absolute banger. I know a yeah. lot of people who really love that song. And I've actually played it at a few, like, um, small gigs. And people yeah. love that song. Like, the number of people, like... Because, like, I think Share is just class, really. Like, I think yeah. it's hard to, like... I, I w- mm. It would be great to do, to, to release something like that, I personally think. Do you remember... At, I know, no, I talk about it all the time. But do you remember at the wedding... When I when it Who's came wedding? on, yeah, yeah, my yeah. wedding. Oh, your wedding. I can talk about it because Adam's here, so I don't feel as uh, ashamed of myself. <laughs> but um, I came out, <laughs> I came out of the the room we were in, and I ran over, and John and Adam were sitting next to each other, and I was like, "Lads, share, share I know, that," yeah. and I dragged them in, made them dance, and we fucking happily did so. You fucking did. I I I, I think that there was two reasons why I danced. One was for Abba because my girlfriend loves Abba. Mm-hmm. Does she? Yeah. Really? Sal loves ABBA She's obsessed with ABBA If Love Ab- that. ABBA are doing a tour She wants to see them They released new stuff She admits that she thinks It's not as good as the old stuff But she's you know obsessed she's with She's a die hard then She's oh, comparing yeah. old and new mm, and she, I yeah. like it Does she like the Mamma Mia movies? She does Yeah. Does she have posters? She doesn't have posters but She I just th- went down a point there now yeah, I think <laughs> Christmas sorted anyway I think it's I think it's 
I think it's hard to get. Is it hard to get um, ABBA like posters? Vintage, vintage ABBA posters. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't go into HMV. That's still a thing. You wouldn't go into the Golden Discs and go through their posters, and there's a big ABBA poster in the middle of it I next to you know, that picture of The Simpsons that has all the characters on it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone had that poster yeah, at I some did. point. Like, yeah, I did as well. <laughs> Going through trying to name them all. Like, oh, what's the yeah. fucking bus driver? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Otto. <laughs> uh, oh, it's Otto. <laughs> <laughs> He's right behind you. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. Well, what got you into music in the first place, Adam? Um, it's, yeah, to be honest with you, there's various reasons why I got into it. Like, my mother would be singing along a lot around the house. Um, she's notoriously, like, uh, disappointed in herself because she came second in the Northside singing competition, like, and and a number of times in a row, like, every every year, like, she'd come second. And the she person who was coming first was probably, like, the fucking organiser's cousin or something, like, do you know what I mean? Well, we, yeah. Was Shane Filan. <laughs> Yeah, Shane Filan. Every year it was Shane Filan. <laughs> he was in Sligo. Yeah, he came down for it, like. I love beating people from Cork. <laughs> him and Roy Keane. Yeah. You make him sound like a character out of some New York movie. Yeah, I love I'm going to go down here. You see, these Cork people won't know what hit him. See, I'm going to sing the best song. It's not even boring yet. He's there with like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, no, she, they, they, she always said, like, uh, she never won because. Um, Shane Filan's a British. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Uh, she actually likes Westlife as well. Um, Who doesn't? Um, we all grew up on Westlife. Um, but no, like sh- the other person had vocal lessons, uh. and that was the big thing. It was like so when I ever got vocal lessons, my mum actually got really upset because you were getting them. Because I was getting them. You, and you know, were going to come first. I, instead of her I was going to come first in the singing competition that I was never going to sing in. Yeah. Like, you know, but it, it was that was so. Yeah, that was it. And it, there was one. There was one key moment I think in sco- in school in secondary school. Like, we all played tin whistles in primary school and. I think we sung Italian songs outside the UCC. Um, literally, we sung "Oh My God!" Like there was some class ones. There was one called uh, "La Vespa," and it was like uh, "La Vespa." Isn't that a scooter? Yeah, it's a Vespa. It was a s- la 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 Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> it was by a band called Looney Pop. Oh, I okay, love or that. Or Luna Pop. I hope no, I'm not doing the. Yeah, uh, don't come for him. <laughs> come for me. It's okay. They'll have to get in line. We've slated everyone today. <laughs> But uh, Luna, Luna Pop, it's going, Y la Vespa, qui portera, solagita. We used, to, we used to sing that outside the UCC language department. That was my, with the lads from um, St. Mary's on the Hill. Oh. One of the lads actually had his eyebrow shaved off. I love that. It was so was it on purpose? No, no. That's so rock and roll, actually, man. had two eyebrows shaved off. I actually think he had no eyebrows. He might have had a piece. I was just going to say, your man had alopecia, Aaron, or Adam, that's <laughs> lousy. Sorry, but I think, I think the, the lads took the eyebrows off, Matt. I might thought, anyway. So that the main, the other key moment was in secondary school. I think in secondary school, like um, you know, like being involved in music was probably cool. But it wasn't for that at all. I actually chose to do German over doing music because of academic reasons. And I was sitting in the German class, which is right next to the music class, and they were singing like um something in the sound of music in like do a deer a female deer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would listen to that, and I just was just like I actually was enamored. Like, like. I was like almost stuck on the wall, like like trying to get out, and I. I literally never before in my life I, I have I ever like more strong I felt so strong that I like I I'm not in this room. This isn't my room, I'm going to this room. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah, where yeah, it's happening. Yeah. And I never that was it then. I mean all the people I was in school with for music, so a lot of them are playing music now. Did you start with singing or did you start with an instrument? Um I think I'd be singing all the time, to be honest with you. But in terms of actual like, you know, getting lessons, I got piano lessons because it was necessary in, in the music degree. I, I remember like a few one of my friends um 
at the time he was doing like Tears of Heaven and vocals and I was really nervous because my, my mom said well, the first song I ever sung was Bohemian Rhapsody. I was never going to be able to Jesus. deliver, never going to be able to deliver Bohemian Rhapsody in front of a load of people who like were looking at me and looking for reasons to judge me. Um, so I was like, I just play, I played a tin whistle or something at the time. Mm. But um, later on, like, of course, I had no issues singing or whatever. But I, I, I did grades in piano and I picked up a guitar. That's where a lot of people start with grades in piano. <laughs> and yeah. it can actually go one or two ways for people because you can get a f- fucking terrible teacher who will mm. just ruin music for you. Like that's, you know, there's a lot of people I know who have grade eight. I wouldn't touch a piano now because they just had such a bad experience with it. It's kind of mm. like what we were saying earlier about learning Irish in school. Like, you know, if you kind of had a bad experience with it in school, then yeah. you're not going to... Like nobody pays attention. And then when we all leave school, we're like, oh, I'd love to be fluent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to an all Irish school. Oh, fuck you so uh, like. Uh, but <laughs> or a yeah. kid. Yeah. No, but what I mean it's is... It's a shame my know, name isn't Tiernan, like, or something like... <laughs> it should be some... Or Tiernan or... <laughs> or something. <laughs> if I was in, you know, anyway, I won't get into that. <laughs> But you know, like with a lot of people start with grade eight, but I think l- yeah. I think a lot of people are not start with it, but people do piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start yeah. off on grade eight, yeah. just go for it. I'm going to go grade eight, that kid. But you go to number five <laughs> in A flat minor. Play <laughs> <laughs> some Beethoven, please. <laughs> but the you all, I think people always end up picking up an acoustic guitar. Yeah, it's a lazy man's, a lazy man's, a lazy person's instrument. You say that I can't fucking do it. I, it's a, you well, can you sit can. On the couch. You see, you can learn the open chords. I can play the yeah. opening to Tears in Heaven, and that's about it. But if you if you learned like if you learned C, A minor, F, and G, you could play I'm a not lot of songs. There any minors anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Is that since the incident on the plane? <laughs> that wasn't me. It was Neil. <laughs> um, no, last track myself there and I was going to ask something and it's gone. Sorry, that was probably me shite now as usual. It's an easy instrument anyway, the old guitar. Oh yeah, like. I was going to ask you what instruments you play. You play, I've, I've seen you play bass. I've seen you, bass. I have never actually seen you play piano. That was a new one for me. I saw you on a YouTube yeah. video playing oh keyboard. Yeah. I did play keys with, with Barry Wilson. Um, I played like e-piano and that. But I, I actually, I sorry, I would have played, um, I would have played with Lance Ferdinand I played bloody everything I was playing guitar we all just swapped around we all just swapped yeah. the load everyone was going it was like an orgy we were just flapping <laughs> yeah, and flipping yeah. between yeah. instruments it was a it was a lead fucking nightmare up there it was a <laughs> swingers <laughs> band like yeah. throw your keys in the bowl and get the instrument I'd, I'd hate to be the sound guy like for us so many times because like you know me and Angus it was the same fucking instruments that's all yeah, yeah the same sound guy every time as well <laughs> pretty much me yeah. <laughs> money mess <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I would have played keys and we would have played like different synthesizers. We would have like done a thing where we would have split up a keyboard to have different sounds. We would have fed like uh, digital sounds from um, a laptop in and used the, used the laptop as a MIDI controller effect or a keyboard as a MIDI controller effectively. Mm. So you would have played a bit of keys, a bit of guitar, a bit of bass. Anything else? No, and I, I, w- I didn't really do percussion. Like that was no the drums. one. No drums. I, I, I actually, I think the reason why I, I learned the E flat tenor horn for about like two weeks. What's in, that? In, it's a, it's a type of brass yeah. instrument. Yeah, Google mm. it. Um, Google it. The E flat tenor horn. Don't ask me why it's E flat tenor. Horn. Why did they pick that? <laughs> I don't know. But it's like something. Seems like a title. For me. <laughs> e flat tenor horn. In do you have an E flat tenor horn? Why <laughs> Agra can solve all your problems. <laughs> yeah. in, is it produced in Cork? Viagra. It is, I think. Yeah. Pfizer. Yeah. But tell us what's jo- as John looks up E flat tenor horn. Mm. I'm just tell interested. Us like, what's the story so for the next couple of months? What's the plan? Where yeah. are we going to be able to hear you? Yeah, looks like a trombone. So over the next, no, like, it looks like a looks like a trombone. tuba. <laughs> Let the man talk. It's like some. It's like somewhere between a trumpet and a tuba. It's it's if the buzz anyway. It's it diff- also looks like a French horn. Yeah, but you don't put your hand in it like. 
Like, just not like a young one. Nice. Your one on the late late who was Love doing that, that that was a French horn. You went the late late. Did you oh, see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. that was, was so class. impressive. Like that class. thing's really heavy. Like she yeah. literally fist the horn and sorry, <laughs> like put the fist in. <laughs> Adam, we've been trying so hard. <laughs> Not to get on a list, not to have anyone checking our hard drives, and here you are. Yeah, no, she, like, it's very difficult because, like, every time I see them, it's really like an awkward. I'm not going to say what are you doing for the next few months, anyway. anyway for, so, for the next next few months, uh, no, look, okay, reset, reset, Adam, okay, we're back, we're back. Uh, Adam, what are you doing over the next few months? Thank you very much, Matt Berry. Um, <laughs> moneysupermarket.com, there is it. No, no. <laughs> For the next few months, um, so li- like literally from from the start of the of the new year up until yeah. the summer, there'll be releases. It'll be it'll be consistent. You will have it in your yeah, on your Spotify. You, you have three music videos, two music videos. Yeah, there'll be a third by the time by yeah. the time uh, the, the the actual songs release. And I think and then there'll be other. There's a there's a treat at the end of it. There's the treat is when you release the second music video. Yeah, well, the treat is when you release the second music video. Because <laughs> yours truly, the snack is yeah. the star of the music video. Yeah. And Temi, is there a plan to do live? There is, yeah. At the moment, I'm looking to see, like, if I can um, do, like, live, like, initially live recorded something, like, interesting that way. Because yeah. I think that's kind of the nice halfway house in this in the current climate. It's I, th- I think I said that to you when I heard a lot of the songs, like, they're going to be hard to recreate live. But I think tracks, half track, half live is definitely the... Yeah, uh, half track, it'd be easy to do that. But in, in terms of, like, doing, releasing live music, like, yeah. uh, it would be, d- I think, like, the best place for it would be, at the moment, would definitely be in a controlled environment where I have multiple people in the room and we can all work it out. I, yeah. I, it's been it's been put together, it's been recorded in Manchester, it's been recorded in Cork, it's been mm. recorded in Skibbereen. Yeah. You know, it's been recorded, I don't know, I don't know if it was recorded in Sligo, but it's been recorded in multiple yeah. locations. So it, it, it's a case of trying to bring the people together and a lot of these people, like, John said, well, you got very busy. So it's just... Is that instead of live shows then that you're looking to do? I think it's a precursor to that. It's like saying, well, okay, what is proof of concept? Like, can I actually make this work live? Because uh, some of them were not recorded live. And I think that's that's actually going to be a massive challenge, I think, because I think you'll have to make different versions potentially, Mm. you know. Um, Which which will work as well, because I've heard the cut back versions of a lot of the songs and they work like... Yeah. yeah, and I've actually played a lot of them with a core group of people. It's it's more just like, you know, oh, geez, I love the sound of that thing. Now, could I get that yeah. in there? Like, there's some distorted cello, you There's know? an awful lot of artists out there, and, like, as you'd know from someone who goes to gigs and stuff like that as well, that, like, you know, you do have to lose some elements of a song, you know, to what it is on the recording, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. in the real world, you know? Yeah, and, and you have the release schedule. Where can people find you? Well, they can find me um, on Madam Music Cork on Instagram. They'll you can if you type in Madam Music Cork Instagram or on your Twitter or on TikTok, you'll find it in that there's a link tree in all those, and you can you, basically anything that's happening will be on those platforms. And then, obviously, when releases come down the line, they'll be on Spotify, YouTube, the the YouTube, yeah, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> Get them out everywhere, like yeah, yeah. exactly. I can't wait to see the fucking comment sections there. Yeah. They yeah. always have profound comments. You ever see there's a Reddit no, thread on a Pornhub that. comment section and no, it's John, fucking hilarious. John, no, I've never read comments on Pornhub. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Adam, thank you very much for coming in and talking no to more. us. Uh, I know you. we were supposed to have you on last week but we had major technical difficulties uh, and it turned out there was actually nothing technically difficult only I'm a bit of a... Pleb. Pleb, yeah, we'll stick with that. Now, John, I have a question to ask. On... What the fuck happened with Bono this week? That's what I was just going to get on to. So, Adam, you actually weren't our first choice of guest. 
Nope. This week or last week. So, so nice. Like. Yeah, no, you weren't. Not even close, right? You're you only from Mayfield and you don't wear no sunglasses. Yeah. No. We, ha- we wanted to have Bono on. Yeah. But Bono is actually after coming down with a fit of Ebola. Jesus, so, that's life-threatening. Yeah, that's we wish him a speedy recovery. He's fine, I'd say. But we it's wish him nice. a speedy recovery and hopefully... Do you how think the long sunglasses helped him this week? Not with Ebola, I would say. No. How long does it take to recover from Ebola, do you know? I'd say there's a high high mortality rate. Like ah, He's not going to die, he's Bono. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, well, you know. He's up there with God, like. I know. That's why we're trying to get him on. I get it, like, you know. I'd say the shade's probably going to deflect some of the Ebola or something. You know, some I thought you meant the cards. <laughs> shades. Yeah, but the shades, they come over. The shades will sort out Ebola. Yeah. Now, John, I have one final question for you. Yeah? At the end of episode three. Yeah? By getting Bono on the show this week. Which is what we were trying to do for the last three weeks, yeah. Did you think... It would give us the edge. Good night.